do it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Burndown. I'm Justin. I'm Eric. If you are new to this channel, please hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell to be notified when we drop new videos. We just kick it, we light up a cigar, we pour ourselves a drink, and we have a fun time doing it. So please hit those buttons and follow us on Burndown Podcast on Instagram, Burndown Academy, Instagram myself, the Dapper Cigar, him, Brother Cigar. Now that we got that out the way, call the action real quick. Let's get this episode started. Yeah, baby. I'm excited. You know, this is one of the reasons why we love cigars. This is one of the reasons why we love the cigar community in general is the people in this community are just absolutely the best, the most kind, and they're always willing to give. And, you know, we like to give out as well. But today's cigars that were given to us and the cigars that we were smoking are from a good friend that we know on Long Island. He owns... um, Village Cigar Headquarters here on Long Island. Yes, he Danny, does. Uh, Danny, he uh, has a location in Babylon and Patchogue, um, which I've been to plenty of times. Mainly the uh, Babylon one has a great spot. He sent us a bunch of different cigars. Um, he just said, hey, you know, I have a, have a bunch of cigars that I've, that I've rolled myself. I have a couple of limited cigars I just want to send you guys just for you to enjoy. And a couple of limited, cigar, limited cigars from a limited cigar association. Asian. Yes, that's right. Which I never even heard of before. Then he sent me the link. I did a little bit of background, which we have here today, which Justin has the write-up because he has it on the phone. But um, these look like to be the El, El Nuvo Comingo. Comingo? El Nuvo Comingo by Paul Stulak. So he gets a limited batch maybe once a year or a couple times a year to select retailers. And uh, he wanted us to try them out. So, Danny... First of all, thank you. He gave us not only these two cigars, but... Oh, he gave us a bunch. A whole box. Like, taped to the nines. I mean, you guys, if you guys are listening, it's a whole, like, box of... And this is only half of what he gave us, because we already split it up. Cigars here, cigars here, more cigars in here. I mean, like, damn. So... God blessed us. Really blessed us. I mean, Danny, you're a kind, kind man. He has a very successful business. He He even does... Cigar rolling. He rolls cigars himself. I always see him at the weddings, at the parties where he does custom cigar rolling. So if you have a wedding, a party, he'll do it for you. He'll make all oh, yeah. custom labels. Oh, yeah. He actually, uh, he was at uh, where Blackstone's one of the steakhouses by me. And he was doing a, I guess, a 50th birthday. Yeah. And he was rolling cigars. Um, and my girlfriend saw him there. And she's like, oh, do you, do you know... Um, the Burnout Podcast. You know, my, my boyfriend's a cigar. He's like, yeah, I know the Burnout Podcast. <laughs> She's like, it's Dapper Cigar. He goes, yeah, I know. So he gave me one of the sticks that they rolled because he was doing the rolling there. So I have... Um, so Harry, uh, happy birthday to you. Happy 50th birthday to you. Dan- <laughs> Danny gave me one of your sticks. <laughs> so I don't know who Harry... We don't know who Harry is, but... <laughs> but yeah, so he, he blessed us. He actually hooked us up with these. Like Eric said, these come from the Limited Cigar Association. Um, I believe it's an association where certain... Um, Brick and mortar, certain shops have yep. our members too, and they get sent these special cigars. Um, so this one is uh, Paul Stulak Cigars. This is the um, El Nuevo um, Comienzo. Yeah. Uh, with Pravada Cigar Club. Yeah. Um, this one is a 5x54. Looks like it's a box, pr- box press. I think this is smaller. This uh, looks like four and a half. It could be. Um, I think. Oh, that- it could be uh, five and a half by 54. I don't yeah. know. We're just going to meet in the middle, 5 by 54. You know what? Uh, I think I have the bag, actually, right here, if you really want to get into it. Let me find it right here. Here we go. 
This is Limited Cigar Association. This is... Um, I thought I had the size on here. Looks like a Robusto, 5x54. That's what I'm yeah. going to say. Anyways, it it's a good size. Uh, anyway, so here's a little bit about it. Uh, this is 5x54 Robusto. Uh, blend is using a Mexican San Andreas wrapper. Nice. Love that wrapper. Nice. Um, Habano 2000 binder uh, and Nicaraguan fillers. So it's a little bit of a, it's a blend of, of, of those different tobaccos. Medium to full bodied cigar. I'm so. excited. I never even heard of this. I never even heard. Of, I never even heard of a limited cigar association. So it's good to know. Uh, fun fact for you. I like to know, uh, know little things like that. So this is pretty cool. It smells delicious. So this is yeah okay. So so they have two different sizes. The Pravada Limitada is the five by fifty four, and then they have the uh, Paul Stulak Exclusiva, uh, which I don't know if this one's that one. <laughs> if this one's that one, uh, but that's a five and a half by fifty four. Um, and that blend has a broadleaf wrapper, Connecticut broadleaf, Nicaraguan Corojo 99 binder, wow. and Nicaraguan fillers. So it's two different types. Um, I believe this one is the Robusto. It looks like, like it's a Robusto. It's like a box press Robusto. I mean, if you look anyway. at the label, the label looks super fancy. It's got like it's got like those metal. That's got like those stamped metals that look like they're on the Cuban cigars. If you look, you see all those like little metals around it. Yeah. And then it has this crazy artwork. Like, what's that? What's that famous painting where they're touching oh, the, two fingers? Oh, the, um, like Michael uh, D'Angelo. Michael, Ma- yeah, it's, what is that? Uh, Dave. Oh, crap. What is that? You know is what that I David? mean. David. Um, but it's like crazy fancy artwork on the label like that. Um, you know, it, it got super muscular. My guy must work out, oops. but it looks like a painting from like D'Angelo or something like that. Uh, the creation of Adam is Michelangelo. Michael, the one where the I two say? fingers are touching. What did I say? D'Angelo, the freaking R&B singer? Michelangelo. I know, yeah. It's, uh, which forms part of the Sistine Chapel. The, the, yes. The it's ceiling. Like, so, yeah. It's like two people on it, but it's got that vibe. Like the old, 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 like 1400s. Definitely looks art. like a Michelangelo piece on it. Right. There. For sure. Yep. So, this is going to be good. So, um, so Danny, thank you. Dan, you're the man. Dan the man, thank you so much. If you guys are on Long Island, go check him out because... He has two great locations in Patchogue and Babylon. Um, we're smoking these cigars and we're pairing it again this week with some Eagle Rare. We just can't get enough of it. This stuff is so damn good. Oh, it's delicious. Um, I do want to shout out Danny's Instagram real quick. Oh, tell him, tell him the deal. So his Instagram is going to be right here. It is Village Cigar HQ Babylon. Okay, and I don't know if they have the Village Cigar HQ Patchogue. I believe the Babylon one is just the... Is the headquarters. Is the, is the, um, the Instagram handle. So... Go follow him, and he's a he's a young guy. He's like he's a great dude. He's a great guy, and I would I would think he, like he looks as young as us. So he's like in his thirties or something. He you know, has a couple of successful uh, locations. So it's good to see people in the industry doing well and giving us cigars to smoke down on the burn down. So we're gonna cut these, light these, and uh, pour ourselves a drink, which I already poured for us. So we're gonna cut these, light these. We'll be right back. Let's do it. <laughs> Be nice, be nice, be nice. Tastes damn good already. So let's get into it. Today's going to be a little bit of a, a shorter episode. You know, we got all the things that we want to get done tonight. So we want to make sure we had a, a cigar in our hand, a nice drink before we get into the other tonight's festivities. We got a little giveaway later that we've been trying to do. I mean, we've been doing it actually. Every time we shoot, we go live on Instagram. So make sure. Um, for the future, for you guys watching and listening, follow us on the burn down 
And uh, every time we shoot, we do a little giveaway. We might give a cigar away. We might be give two cigars away, maybe a lighter, a cutter. Yeah, you don't want to miss those. Yeah, it's just, just free stuff just for joining. And we ask like questions. So I mean, the night that we're filming this, we're giving away a Cuban, so... We're giving, a, we're giving away a Cuban. We're giving away a little single cigar ashtray, uh, a cigar holder, uh, like a, stand, a cigar stand with a little punch cut that unscrews the bottom. So some pretty cool stuff. I mean, all you got to do is go follow us on Burndown Podcast on Instagram. And we go live and we post a, a story the day of telling you the time we're going to go live. Yeah. And you just got to join us and just answer a couple of questions. And the first person get the answer, they 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 win. It's it's real simple. Shameless plug. Shameless none of plug. these None of these like... Post to your post to your story, repost to your page, tag a friend, like none of that. No. Real simple. Just make sure you follow us so that you can get notified when we go live. Yeah, we we put it That's up like it. thirty minutes, an hour before. Uh, we post it to Easy. both Dapper and Brother, and obviously the Burndown. But it's fun. We like to engage with the people. It's a cool little thing we just start to happen to pick up. Like, um, but I mean, we like giving stuff away, but we also just like engaging with the people and just acting like we're all together and just hanging out. I mean, that's the whole point of it. So. Um, and it's been good. We've got a lot of good feedback, and it's just it's just fun. I wish that was like the full time job, just to engage and hang out with people all day and just shoot it, the shoot the breeze. Be. It will be. That is the goal, you know. It will be, man. I mean, we. I, I got to be honest with you. Giving stuff away is one of the things that we love to do, yeah. and it's one of the things we talk about. You have to give to receive, and being generous um, with with whatever it is that you have. If you have lots of money, you're generous with your money. If you have time, you're generous with your time. That's you know that's the biggest thing. Uh, that we say, you know, give time away, but we're blessed to have a lot of cigars and a lot of cigar stuff and to have a following that we can give back to. So that's one of the best the things that we love to do the most is give to you guys. Yeah. I, I mean, mean being, I love it. Being that it's going to be mid-November, I mean, should we, why don't we uh, shamelessly plug the little, the little uh, charity that uh, we're going to start doing for uh, for the holidays. Let's might do as, it. Might as well just put it out there early. Why not? We're going to put it out there. So the charity that we are doing this year. Um, it's called Christmas for Kids. Well, let's. Justin has been doing this for okay. quite some time okay. now. Let me. He, you know, he's being a little humble. Justin's been doing this quite some time now. Since we made the podcast, I kind of asked, like, "Hey, mind if I get in on it and kind of make it like a burn down thing? That way we can do it together. You know, twice as many donations, twice as many you know gifts we can give out. Just you know, expand and broaden the horizons. You know, bigger is better in this instance. Yeah. So, so, so Christmas for Kids started, um, like Eric said, started uh, a few years ago. Um, I just created a a fundraiser to raise money for um, children in in hospitals that don't get to go home for the holidays for whatever reason they're stuck in a hospital they don't get to enjoy the moments of Christmas that um, most people do mm-hmm. um, so they're they're for whatever reason they're stuck in a hospital so we I started this fundraiser to raise money for them so we can go buy presents and give them to the kids in the hospitals so uh, Eric had asked if we could you know join up and I said absolutely the more the merrier. The whole point of this is just, it's all about the kids. Just getting, raising money and giving the gifts to the kids. It's all about the kids, baby. So it, we're going to have the GoFundMe link um, in the description below. Please click that. Um, and any donation that you can give is appreciated. It's welcome. We thank you for that. This year, unfortunately, we cannot give presents due to COVID. Um, but what we will be doing is we can make a donation um, to whatever hospital that we're working with. Damn COVID. Um, but w- what we'll probably do is is they can accept gift cards. So we'll probably just give buy a bunch of gift cards. We can give them to the kids, and then they can buy a present um, of their choosing. Uh, we work with local hospitals in Long Island um, for now until we can branch out and start working with other ones and hopefully get across the country at some point. 
but that's that's what we do. So it's called Christmas for Kids uh, this year, 2020. Link is in the description below. It's a GoFundMe. Follow Anything it. that you can donate, even if you can't donate, you just want to share it. We really appreciate that. Uh, our goal is just raise as much money as we possibly can so that we can give these kids um, a Christmas that that they deserve. Absolutely. I mean, you got most of you guys. I think can, you know you got a dollar. If you want to just donate a dollar, anything will be uh, appreciated. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's about just about giving back and just about the holidays and the and the camaraderie of the the Christmas spirit. It's a little Absolutely. bit, you know what I mean. So um, this is cool. So thank you for allowing me to come on and. Absolutely, and, and, and doing and doing this together because um, when you do it, I'm like, man, that's pretty cool. I mean, maybe I, maybe I want to do that. But ever since we started the burndown, I said, you know what? I think it's a good idea to uh, just join up. Why not make it just bigger? Why not? It's it's. I mean, it's all about the kids, and, and every dollar that we raise goes to the kids. We don't keep a single dime of it. A hundred percent goes to the kids. Um, in the GoFundMe, GoFundMe might keep a little bit depending on whatever tip you choose. I think that's how GoFundMe works. You can choose a tip that goes to GoFundMe for the app. But every dollar that comes out of the fundraiser goes directly to the kids. Um, last year, we worked with Stony Brook Children's Hospital. Um, that's out, out east on Long Island. It's one of the biggest ones in Long Island, if not the biggest in I Long think, Island yeah. for children's, uh, children's, I guess, a children's hospital. And so that's thank you again for everybody who is donating to that. Again, link Cheers is in that. the description below. Cheers to giving back, doing good things for people, and just making people around happy for the holidays. Cheers to that, bro. Salute. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Wow. All right. That reminds me of... Uh, we, no one knows about her. I didn't post it anywhere. But when we interviewed um, Tim Big Ash Rivard back during uh, quarantine, I was editing the video. And there's a certain part where he's talking. And both of us, obviously, you're here. I'm at my apartment. We're interviewing him. And we both grab a glass and take a drink at yeah, the same. I remember that. I have, it, I have it on my phone. I might even throw it in the, throw it in the video. But we legit will take the glass and drink it at the same exact time, like just nonchalantly without even knowing. We're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's hilarious. Dude, we, have, we do the same, same, same mannerisms, same like, I mean, that's what happens when you spend so much time together. Dude, I mean, people have even said, are you guys brothers? Which yeah. I think is crazy. I don't think we look. And that's not like once or twice. That's all the time. Anytime we go out, it's like, are you guys brothers? I'm like, really? I'm like. We don't even look anything alike. I don't know if some people think that you and I look more alike than you and your own brothers look alike. It's bizarre. I mean, growing up, people always said that I've been adopted because I look like nothing like my brothers. <laughs> but if you know my brothers and how they act, we're all the same. We're all oh yeah, we're all brothers' blood. But um, which is funny. But yeah, I mean, hey man, you're a good dude, so I'll take it. Hey man, <laughs> I need more good people in my life, so I don't care. She, 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 my she, she, my she. So Uncle Denny, she, my fucking she. she. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Denny, mm. dude, we need to get him on here and have a good time. With he him. wants to be on here. Him and my step that want to be on here. Yeah, your Uncle Denny would be a riot. We should probably get him on a, like a live, like bring him here for a live one time. We could do it for once sure. We start when we get it. Once we expand and we get a little bit more space. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's one of the things that we had talked about. Is you know how can we continue to grow and one of the things is that we obviously like doing interviews and we want to get people here for in-person interviews however we only have two seats right here and we can't really do 
an in-person interview like this. Yeah. So how can we grow? We're thinking about, and please drop a comment down below, or if you're listening, drop a comment, or if you want to slide in our DMs to drop a comment of or, what, you, what you think about this. Or email us. Burn or down, email us. Burndown.mail.com. Always. At gmail.com. Oh, burn down. What did I say? Dot, burn down. Burndown.mail at gmail.com. Burndown.mail at yeah, gmail. They knew what you meant. Yeah. We so we're thinking about getting some sort of, if you've seen like ESPN or like you've a, seen yeah, like, like a, a news a news uh, channel and you see how they have like a, a, a kind of a rounded table and they all sit behind it. We're thinking about something like that. Yeah. Maybe stepping it up. But we're not sure because this whole feel right here is really what a lounge feel is. So we're trying to try to mesh the two. Yeah, like a little flip flop. Like when we do, like just us, we do this. When we bring someone on, we do that. And fun fact for you, we were all, we were like this close to buying a whole mm-hmm. set with Eric Coleman, um, who we interviewed. He's a nine year NFL veteran. Um, he lives on Long Island. And uh, he's not far from here, and we were gonna or gonna ask him to be here to be our first in person guest, and we were this close to buying a, a whole set with the table or the the stools and everything, and then, damn Corona, damn Corona, damn Corona happened and pushed it all back. So, um, fun fact. We almost were there, but maybe uh, it was a blessing in disguise. Maybe it wasn't meant to be right then and there. Yeah, I mean, we have we're, we're thinking that we have a couple ideas. We have this whole backdrop over here that's beautiful, but all the cigar boxes on the wall. So we're thinking of possibly putting some sort of round table, round, I guess high top, like a high top setting. We're thinking about maybe something like that. Because if you've been to a cigar lounge, you notice that they have the chairs like this where you can sit down, but they also have high tops. So we're thinking that maybe we can get a high top table. We can have people that sit around the table, get the mics all set up, put a nice ashtray in there. And have a setting like that. Yeah. So but drop if, a comment, see if of what you might suggest. Maybe you have another <clears throat> suggestion. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, I mean, because I think this is what separates us from uh, you know from the other things out there. Um, and speaking of that, shout out to Taste the Dram, Taste the Dram, because um, he asked he asked to interview your boy. I know you did an interview with him already. Oh yeah. So he sent me a bunch of questions. Oh and, yeah. And one of his questions was, um, you know, you have a cigar podcast with Adapter Cigar, Justin. You know. How that come together? You know, what separates you? You know, what makes you guys different? So I've been thinking about the answers. And I think this is one of the things that definitely makes us different. It provides the that lounge experience. I think a lot of others, a lot of other channels, other podcasts are just like, you know, they just sit down and just talk. And we kind of want to give that whole vibe of you're hanging out with us. You're having a cigar. You're having a drink. We're having good convos. We're talking about sports, life, business, shoes, whatever, anything. And uh, I think that's... The vibe we give out, that's what people tell us, the vibe mm-hmm. that they get when they watch and listen to us. So keep on keeping on, baby. Yeah, I mean, if you've noticed, a lot of our episodes, on average, go for about 45 minutes to an hour, um, which is about the time it takes to smoke a common Robusto, right? If you have a Robusto cigar, it typically takes about an hour to smoke, depending on how fast or slow you smoke it. But on average, you can get a good smoke in about 45 minutes to an hour. So our episodes are about that long. Why is that? It's so that you can light up a cigar with us, put on put on the Burnout Podcast, and smoke your cigar with us while you're watching the episode. You know how many people have said, you know, like, we've got messages like, hey, you know, I've I got kids and my family's super, you know, my life is super hectic with taking care of the kids and everything like that. And my only me time I have is when I have a cigar and I put you guys on and it just feels like I'm hanging out with one of the guys and that's my escape or uh, another, which was really cool. Another guy, um, 
he had surgery and he was in the hospital for weeks on end and he really wanted a cigar, but he can only, you know, he was in a hospital bed. So he just said, I put on the burn down. I just felt like I was hanging out with the guys and just, you know, relaxing. It kind of took me away from all the pain, everything I was going through. So those are just some of the stories that people tell us, which is just super cool. And it's just super weird yeah. that, you know, average Joes like me and you, you know, people um, can relate to and like vibe with. And that's, that's the goal, man. That's, you know, we just try to uh, bring... That's it, man. We're just trying to make your day a little bit better. Yeah, because there's a lot of negative nonsense that's going on with everything in life, between your personal life, between external factors going on in the world, and other stupid things that people get consumed by. So you come out, hang out with the burn down, hang out with Justin Eric, and just take a load off, Fanny. Just just do it. That's it, man. That's that's what it's about. I mean, if if you take anything, uh, if there's one piece of advice that I could give to everybody out there is leave the world a better place than it was when you got here, right? When you leave this earth, was the world better off because you lived? And how can you do that? You can add a little bit of value and make one person's day a little bit better every single day. Yeah. And if you could do that, you're a success in my book. I mean, we talk about it all the time. We talk about, you know, personal journaling with, with the you know, your values, your goals, affirmations, gratitude, reflection. And I think I might have learned it from you, but uh, which I started incorporating, but you, we put... You know, my high, highest values, values, and it's family, it's health, impact, you know, what you just said, mm-hmm. and just and have integrity, just having good character, good morals, and just giving it's literally back. the four that I have on the top. Well, yeah. Well, family, health, impact, well, integrity. It makes, it makes sense because, you know, we, yeah. do, we do a lot of the same things together, so it only makes sense that, you know, that, that's what we do too because... What are it, some of the other ones you put on there? Those are really like the core four. Um, I think that's what's really important because, you know... Family is everything, right? You know, you have friends that are basically like family, so that kind of gets balled into that. But, you know, if you have a good backing with family, if you have good family just in general, that's what really binds you. And with tough times and stuff like that, having good family, just being close and being able to talk to them about X, Y, and Z, it's always an outlet that a lot of people don't have, unfortunately. So family and just being a good family person yourself. Um, Health, you know, I've gone through a couple couple scares here and there mm-hmm. so just and you know just appreciate life and health a little bit more and having good health is everything because if you don't have good health you ain't smoking cigars you ain't just hanging out you ain't spending time with family friends you're not doing adventures you're not going away on vacations you're not doing anything if you don't have your health mm-hmm. impact impact can be anything it's just holding the door open for somebody and maybe they're having a bad day and be like oh this nice guy held the door open for me and you know, it, that was making nice. an impact in somebody's life. Yeah, yeah. making an impact in someone else's life for the better. You know, for the better, for the better. Right? You want to make an impact that's positive. You know, having a conversation with somebody that kind of makes them, you know, for a lack of a better term, like get them off the ledge. Like they're thinking about doing something maybe drastic, and it's like you know, maybe pump the brakes and just think about it, or maybe you just be honest with them, and you know, might make an impact. And mm-hmm. you know what? Thanks, thankful for having that conversation because it kind of guided me somewhere else. And you'd be surprised as to how little of a gesture can go such a long way mm-hmm. because you don't know what's going on in that person's life. You can meet a complete stranger and you have no idea what's going on in their life. And even somebody walking by past you on the street, they could be going through so many different challenges in their life and they could be almost to the verge of, like you said, doing something drastic or or making a decision that's going to put them down the dark path for for the worst. And just by you acknowledging them and maybe 
complimenting them on their shoes or their haircut or their jacket or just saying hello, saying how are you and being interested in the other person as to what, uh, what they're saying, listening to them for five minutes. It could be the smallest thing. You could just smile at them and say, hey, how are you? I like your shoes. That's great. Yeah. And that little impact, that little comment could go such a long way because for them, they could be just, oh, I, mean, I want somebody to notice me. Like nobody notices me. I don't have any friends. Nobody cares about me, blah, blah, blah. And you make that one little comment. And it could change their day forever. 100%. It could change their lives forever. Hundred percent. I mean, all the jobs that I've been through, all the jobs that I've had throughout the years, I'm a pretty happy person. I'm a pretty positive person. And through the years, I'm just being myself. So it's not like I'm thinking about, you know, I need to make this person's day a little bit better. I'm just being me. And me just being positive and just saying like being silly and just being outgoing and just like making a joke, like, hey man, nice socks. You know, a nice hair. You know, what'd you do yesterday? You you making a joke and just talking to them for five minutes, and that's just being me, and that makes a difference in people's lives. And um, it just it just gives because you might be have a bad day. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just using work as an example, but someone might come to work with a bad day, and they know, oh, I'm gonna see Erica Justin, and you know, he's gonna be in a good mood, obviously. So mm-hmm. it's automatically gonna put them in a little bit of a better mood, like because they know, like, oh, you know, I'm gonna talk to Eric, and he's gonna give me two minutes of his time just to talk to him and, and BS. And, uh, like, I don't realize the stuff I'm just, the way I was raised, the stuff that I was, I learned to do, I'm just being me. And I don't realize, you know, like a humble brag, I guess you can say, but, um, I'm just like, I talk to people, I do like little gestures just cause that's who I am. And I don't think of, oh, I'm making an impact on people's lives. And then like years later, they'll be like, Hey, you know, that time you said this, you know, I really made it like a cool, like it kind of just shifted my way. I thought, or that conversation we had last week, like really you know, made me think different. So thanks. And um, to me, I'm mm-hmm. just like, t- I'm just talking to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, like you, and you may not remember what you said, but that other person definitely will. hundred percent. And I mean, me too. I mean, talking to you, talking to other people. And it's like, well, I know, you know, talk, you know, just being around other people, good people with, you know, um, you know, just a positive mindset and just very outgoing to make, you know, a situation or, or an experience different. It changes, it changes everything. So, you know, you're you're the average of the five people you hang out with. So if you're constantly around five people that are just negative and all day, you're gonna be negative and mm-hmm. all day. It rubs off. So. No, I I totally agree because I remember I'll tell you one quick story. I remember I was in Macy's one time. I was just walking around. Quick story? You never got a quick story. Quick story. No, so I was in Macy's. I was walking around and I just you know I was in the same section looking for whatever uh, as some other guy and I just said hi. I struck up a conversation with him. Um, and his name his name was Blaine. And we just started talking. I, I was asking him, like, you know, what he was buying, what he was looking for. And he was just telling me, he's like, oh, you know, it's actually funny. He said, I, I, I have such a pile of clothes and I have no time to do laundry and I need new clothes. So I just come and buy new clothes. And so I asked him what he did and stuff. He was in his family business and he was just really, really bogged down by work. Um, and then t- towards the end of the conversation, he had asked me, he's like, so why, like, why did you come up to me? Like, why did you say hi? I'm like, I don't know. You just seem like a nice guy. We're in this, just figure out a track of a conversation. He's like, because yeah. people don't, talk to me he's like people don't usually talk to me yeah, I'm like why not today. i was like you seem like a nice guy i'm like got a good smile you're friendly we had a conversation five minutes he's like no i appreciate you coming because people don't ever talk to me and um so i i left and i was thinking about it and i said i'm like you know what you know he i'm glad that i said hi to him like because who knows what he could have been going through like yeah. like he said nobody ever talks to him um so i'm glad i did and i wound up running into him like a month later or two months later, I was in Macy's again and I happened to like walking through Macy's to go to the mall and I bumped into him and I was like, oh, hey, Blaine, what's going on? He's like, oh, hey, how are you, Justin? <laughs> like a quick one. And he seemed so like bright. 
Like when I first bumped into him, he seemed kind of quiet. And then when I saw him again two months later, he seemed bright and energetic. And I was like, man, I, I you know, I just, I think about it. I said, I wonder if, you know, did I talk him off the ledge? You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder because it was, but it was, it made me feel really good because he seemed very happy, seemed bright and energetic. And it was something simple. Like, what if I didn't say hello to the guy? And all I did was talk for five minutes. Yeah, because it's, it's not like we went and got a beer and hung out. I just talked for five minutes. He was buying clothes and so was I. So Yeah, I mean, and it's easy not just to walk. It's just easy to walk somebody, past somebody and not talking. You know, I'm guilty of it doing it too. I'm not always giddy, giddy and willing to talk to people. I've walked past people and not said anything when I thought about doing it. I'm like, nah, you know what? I don't feel like it. So, mm-hmm. But majority of the time I will. If someone comes and talks to me, I'm always going to talk to you. And it's just about, it's just about being a, a human and... Just interacting, being being a kind human being. That's one of the values I put there. Is kindness and love is one yeah, of my yeah. is one of my values on on my list as well, and self love on top of that. Self love being, you know, I'm a big believer in if if you don't love yourself, how can other people love you? That's and serious. if you don't have love for yourself, how can you express love to other people? So loving yourself, and being comfortable with yourself, and and enjoying yourself. Um, is is big and it'll show on other it'll show when you're talking to other people it'll show in your conversation it'll show in your mannerisms it'll show in how you act um, so I think that's a big thing as well and I think it's a I think it's a great segue for our little next segment which is the quote of the week so Eric it is your turn for the quote of the week it's my week it's my quote it's my time so do it my quote we have up on here it's from a a picture i posted a couple couple weeks ago or a couple months ago and it says all the significant battles are waged within self coverage uh courage isn't an absence of fear it's doing what you are afraid to do it's having the power to let go of the familiar and forge and ahead into new territory kind of messed that up a little bit but no that's good it's kind of it's kind of like the the premise of and that conversation we just had was not kind of geared towards that that just happened to yeah. kind of happen to be uh coincidentally relevant but uh it's a you know it's true i mean courage is really kind of going against everything that you're afraid to do or don't want to do you know what i mean like run into a burning building to save somebody no one wants to run into a burning building right 99 people percent of people will say nah, i don't feel like doing that but there's one percent of people that will say no nah, i'm gonna do they that do right it. now and everybody and everybody thinks that there's a there's a big misconception about having courage and bravery People confuse with being fearless, and it's not that you have you don't have fear; it's not letting the fear control you. Yeah, right. It's it's okay to be scared. Like it's totally fine to have fears and to be scared of stuff. It's good to be fear. It's, it's good, good to be fear, but don't let it control you. Overcome it and face it, and then you could press forward. Like it says in here, is it's having the power to let go of the familiar and forge ahead into new territory. Is familiar can also be a synonym. Familiar would be being comfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. It's you're comfortable with what you're familiar with. So don't be comfortable. Be comfortable with being uncomfortable, yep. right? Growth is going to lie in that uncomfortability. It's, you're going to be forging ahead into new territory. You're not going to know what, what what it's about. You're going to be afraid. You're going to be scared. But don't let it control you. you know, by Face your fears and move forward. I learned a long time from my uncle. You know what fear means? Tell him. Fear means false evidence appearing real. Love it. And that's, that's not what I was going to say, but I like it. Oh, really? Okay. I was like, damn, you know it? All right. Yeah, but false evidence appearing real. It spells fear. I'm like, damn, that is so crazy because it, it really is true. I mean, fear is just more more cognitive and a mental 
I mean, obviously, fear like you're, you know, face to face with a freaking lion. That okay, you're gonna be fear of that. But, but most things in life, you know, people fear. But it's really just a Fear's mental thing. Fear's made up. It's made up. It's really, and, you, and you're stopping yourself from from doing what you want to do because it's just false evidence that's appearing real, and you're making it a real thing. And most of the time, you're afraid of stuff that hasn't even happened. Yeah, for like sure. you're just making. You're afraid of of an outcome that hasn't even happened yet. Dude, we're getting freaking. We've been getting real philosophical lately. It's funny. It's funny that you said like, uh, it's false evidence. Evidence appearing real. Because what were you gonna say? Face everything and rise. Oh, okay. So that's another uh, uh, same same premise. It's it's whatever you're afraid of, face it and rise to the occasion. Yeah. And overcome it. Because even even whatever you're afraid of or you're fearful of, like say like I don't know. Uh, you know, you want to quit your job, you know, start your business whatever. or whatever. Even if you fail at doing it, at least you said, you know what? I gave it a shot and it just didn't work out. And it won't be a what if. Exactly. Because you don't want to be in bed saying, man, what if I did that? What if I actually had the courage to do that? I'd rather be, I'd rather be in bed saying, Shit, you know what? It didn't work out. I'm really pissed off about it. But I tried as opposed mm-hmm. to saying, as opposed to making up fake scenarios in your head saying, Man, if I really did that, I could have been doing this. I could have been doing oh, that. Oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. Well, I heard something somewhere. Some somebody said this at, at some point. What? Right? Wow! Right? That was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, they said might have to put the text across the screen for that one. <laughs> they said that the biggest regret or the biggest fear would be lying on your deathbed and being faced with all the ghosts of the things that you could have done or could have been. So if you're lying there, you come to the end of your your days and all the ghosts of what if I did that? 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 And all those successes that you wanted to do but were afraid to do, if all those ghosts were staring you in your face like, man, you could have been me had you done that back 20 years ago. You could have been me had you said yes to that opportunity. You could have been me had you went out on the ledge and and you did that. I mean, and I think, and that's one reason, I mean, we're both in sales, but I think that's one reason why, I mean, that's one reason why I like sales because you kind of, you create your own destiny mm-hmm. and you kind there's of- There's no ceiling. There's no ceiling. You know, you, one day you're going to say, all right, I'm going to go after it and you continue to work at it and you see the end result of finally getting it. And sometimes you don't continue to go after it and you're like, damn, if, you know, if I got that last, if I made that one last phone call, if I went, if I stopped one more time, I, you know, maybe could have done it, but mm-hmm. you held back because you're like- Nah, I'm gonna cut out earlier. Nah, you know it's not gonna be worth it because you know how many times I've made a phone call or if I made a, a stop or just a conversation and they're like, "Thank God you called." Or, you know, it's so weird that you stopped by because of this, this, and this. And there's been plenty of times where I was like, I wasn't gonna come. <laughs> so, hundred um, percent relate to that. So that is the quote: "All the significant battles are waged within self. Courage isn't an absence of fear; it's doing what you are afraid to do." And it's having the power to let go of the familiar and forge ahead into new territory. You know what I realized too, doing a whole podcast? It's got me a little bit more comfortable and a little bit better at slowing down and public speaking. Yeah. Because when we went to New York Cigar Weekend and we kind of just, we we wanted to thank OG and Jameson for allowing us. We got on the mic and it wasn't planned. And shout out to Mike the Greek, our boy from Queens. Um, cause he kind of gave me the idea like, yo, you guys should go up and like, just say, thank you. It's a good look for you guys. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Wasn't planning on doing it, but I think Justin has the courage to just kind of just wing it and get up there. And 
It's exactly what we did. I had oh, and it worked out great. And usually, I got. I'm like, yo, I got. I got. I got to have like some kind of premise of what I want to say. I need to like kind of practice it. And we just kind of went up there and, and kind of just crushed it. And uh, I was like, damn, that kind of felt good. It was great. It was great. And it's funny because when we talk about um, positive affirmations, talk about facing your fear, and talk about all this motivational, inspirational stuff, talking about stuff makes you more comfortable with it, and having these conversations definitely makes me more comfortable about speaking to other people about, about it. this. Cause it's very tender topic and people almost, they don't want to talk about it. Cause it's like, I don't know if it's, it's, fe- it's, it's almost like, like fear. It's like uncool or it's like, wow. Like it's not, people it, don't, people don't usually talk like that. It's not what they're familiar with. Right. People don't usually talk about that. When they get together, they talk about gossip. They talk about whatever sports, this, that, and the other thing. Not many people talk about motivation, inspiration and values and, visualization and and facing your fears and going for the gusto all that stuff they don't talk about that bro i remember speaking of, i remember on one of my birthdays we were out at one of the bars and we were a little bit lit up and you were just going off mm-hmm. and most and my and some of my friends were like what's this guy talking about but you're yeah. like yo we're gonna be successful we're gonna be at the top we're gonna be those and i'm like yeah yeah and, and some of the people were like we're at a bar drinking. Why are you doing that right now? I was loving it. I was like, let's fucking go. I remember that. I remember. And I told, and then they came to you like, man, I love this guy. Like, I don't know who he is. He's like a motivational speaker or whatever, but this guy's got energy. I love it. Uh, I remember that. So what do you think of this cigar, man? I was just going to ask you. We're coming up to the end of the episode. We're at the point where it's one smoke, one rating. Dude, this, I mean, I'm not going to go through the characteristics, but I guess I am. But Rubulto is my favorite. It's one of my favorite sizes. Box press is always good now and then. I mean, it's got really a good draw. Smoke output is? Ample Ample AF. Ample AF. And um, spicy, motherfucker, too. Yo, it is definitely spicy. It goes good with bourbon. Off the cold draw, I was like, ooh, my lips are tingling. So I'm going to go with like, I'm going to go with like an 8.3. Ooh, okay. I like this cigar. Definitely smoke it again. Um, Limited mm. Cigar Association, good job, um, Danny. Thank you. Um, this is good, man. It's good. It's strong. It's I definitely. It says like medium to full. It's definitely on oh, the fuller side, teetering more to the full. Um, I, come on, man. Do I give? Do um, I? Do I give it the full? It's either seven, nine, or eight. Which do I lean? What did I say? Eight, three. I'm going to go eight. Eight flat. All right. What did I say? Eight three? Eight three. Eight three. All right. So eight three, eight. Bada bing. Bada, bada boom. boom. So that's going to do it for us. If you like this episode, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. And please hit that bell to be notified for when we drop new episodes. We got a new episode every Friday. We also have Burn Down Academy videos. It's our educational series. So be sure to be on the lookout for those. You can follow myself at The Dapper Cigar. You can follow Eric over here at Brother Cigar. You can follow this podcast at Burndown Podcast. Follow the educational series at Burndown Academy. Slide into our email at burndown.mail.gmail.com. Slide into the DMs. Slide into the DMs. It wouldn't be a Burndown episode if I didn't get smoke in my eye. I love it. So that's going to do it for us. We appreciate you guys. We hope this episode gets you off your ass, gets you facing your fears, gets you motivated, gets you inspired to go out, be kind to people, change somebody's day for the better. Boom. Be, be an impact. Cheers to that, baby. Cheers to that.